Does everyone really have to like you for you to be successful? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur, and my name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the heck is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Here we are doing another live episode of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast, coming to you live from the Facebook group. I believe we're going live into, oh my goodness, into LinkedIn as well as onto YouTube. So if you want to chime in, got questions, drop them down below. I believe there's a little link for the stream yard so I can see your comments directly. But if not, I certainly want to get your questions answered uh, as tomorrow morning, this episode will drop directly into the face. Well, I'm sorry, into uh, all the podcast platforms. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about stop worrying whether people like you or not. I know it's it's awesome. We all want to be liked, right? It would be great if everyone would like us. But you know what? It's not it's just not going to happen. We want to be liked. We want to be appreciated for our talents and how amazingly intelligent we are and how good looking we are. You know, we got great beards and we have good natures and these sparkling personalities. But here's the deal. Not everyone is going to like you. Uh, That's that's all there is to it. And here's the real thing about when you start to rely on what other people think of you, you know, their opinions almost become pivotal to your success. That, my friends, when you're going to start getting into trouble, you're going to start molding your life and shaping your life to fit their expectations. You're going to start ending up living their dreams. And it starts that vicious cycle when you're going to get to some pinnacle of success, usually their success, and you're going to be like, why the hell ain't I happy? And it's because you're not being you. How many times have you heard me say, just be you? It's just that simple. See, when we, when you turn your power over to others and allow their impressions um, to become how you perceive the world. You begin to slowly chip away at your own identity and you chip away at who you really are inside. You've heard me say this a number of times. You got to know who you are uh, and then you know, the why you're doing something really comes naturally. And it certainly helps you set the baseline of, I know who I am. And if the why I'm doing this doesn't align with who I am in the long run, you're not going to do it. The same thing happens when you start turning over your power to other people's impressions. It starts not aligning with who you are. And it doesn't matter what the why is. It's just not going to happen. Your reality is going to be based on what others believe they see in you or don't see in you so that's all well and good tracy that's awesome but how do i how do i fix this how do i what should i focus on well let's start with number one you got to focus on what matters you got to focus on what matters to you 
not to me, not to mom, dad, the boss. Well, you might want to focus a little bit on what matters to the boss if you have one. But you know what I'm getting at right here. What's the big things? What is it? Where, where, what is your role in the bigger picture, right? Have you set your goals? That's how you focus on what matters. You know what matters. You set that goal. You get that vis division. You start working backwards, right? Reverse engineering your plan to your success. And then you start chunking that down. Okay, I want to, this is my big goal. And then that means I need to achieve these four or five or six smaller goals. And for that first goal, I got to chunk that down into a number of steps. Now I start making those steps, those daily actions every single day, clipping away at it. And you focus on what matters to you to reach your goal. Now, here's what's awesome. If you're, if achieving your goal helps others achieve their goal, right on, right? You've heard me talk about that Huan Tu crew. There are going to be people and skills and bits of knowledge that you need to glean from others, from books, from courses, right? And there's going to be um, things that it that are better to have someone else do for you than you do yourself because the time and resources that you would have to dedicate to learning that skill or even better yet mastering it and maybe you really don't want to right hmm? right um you hand it over to someone else because that's their that's their magic zone they're like yeah I'm, I'm awesome at that and you're like okay what can i do for you right and you figure out what you can do for them before you go to them and say hey here's this maybe it's an exchange of money i don't know maybe it's an exchange of services maybe it's an exchange of skills you have some uh, skill set or some introduction that you can make okay but here's the next thing in, in the big scheme of things People really aren't paying that much attention to you. <laughs> no, they're not, right? They're really spending a whole lot more time paying attention to themselves. <laughs> I'm just calling it like I see it, right? So here's the thing. If they're expressing an opinion of your life, it's not based on just your life. It's based on their perception, their viewpoint, their angle of what they see about your life right it's just other than that you know maybe they may see you do something like why'd you do that well i would never do it like that well they, they don't know what you're going through they don't know the path you've been to where you are right now i'm not talking about those trusted confidants those friends you know those people that have been those ride or die folks i'm not talking about those folks i'm talking about joe schmo that maybe you just met or you're hanging out with at some mastermind and all of a sudden they're over critiquing your stuff right you they don't know what you've been through okay all right Phew, I'm getting dry mouth here. One second, let me get a drink. All right, there we go. See, normally I can cut this out of the podcast, but I won't right now. All right. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Keep it perspective. So these folks, not your ride or die folks, these folks who are offering their opinions, they're not based on your beliefs or your behaviors. Um, and here's the other thing. Sometimes what works for them, they may have good intent. They're coming to you sharing their advice. They're like, well, if it was me, here's what I would do. Well, what works for them may not work for you. Your situations, your scenarios, the uh, the barriers to success may be different for you than it was for them, all right? What worked well for them may not work so well for you, right? Or vice versa. You know, something that you're doing is killing it, and they go and give it a try, and they're like, that stuff doesn't work. What are you really doing, right? So you, you've got to keep that uh, perspective because in the big scheme of things, in your heart of hearts, 
you know best, right? No one else is living your life. Yeah, you might, and 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 I, you know, would suggest it. Reach out for opinions and ideas. You don't want to keep this narrow mindset, but certainly you need to weigh um, the pros and the cons because in the in the long term, inside here and inside your heart and you can see it right? um you know best you know what's going on you know what's going on in your world you know why you can't take step x or step y because you haven't made it to that point to take step x everyone's going just do this one thing you're like i'm not there yet hey i'm not there yet okay so um you you know best and you need to learn for yourself through your own successes, through your own mistakes, and through your own feedback. Not failure, remember, feedback. Um, and I think here's another one. Um, we want to be mind of our triggers. I know when I was doing a podcast episode not too long ago, I was talking about uh, motivations, right? What motivates you? And I think the other thing we need to be mindful of is what demotivates you, right? Because if, if you can take a minute and it'll take more than a minute, obviously, and sit back and say, what are the things that turn me off, right? What what tasks, what kind of tasks that are out there? Like every time I look at that task, I just go, oh my God, I can feel my whole body shrinking, right? I'm contracting. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So, you know, there are, there are things out there that demotivate. And if you can identify those things, then you can find ways around them. Or you could take another even deeper step and find the reasons why they're demotivating you. There may be something inside that's holding you back. And if you can make that breakthrough, ah, that would be awesome. So you could call that desensitizing um, those demotivators, right? Wow. How many D's can you put into a sentence, Tracy? Right. And Maybe it's something simple from your past. I don't know. Maybe it's just you need to learn a, a skill set. You know, maybe it's something like I need to learn Excel so I can crunch these numbers better myself rather than sitting here and doing it with a pencil and a piece of paper. Right. And you're like, I'm, I, I don't want to learn Excel. But if you do, if you took the time to sat down and cracked through that demotivator and like just learn some of the basics, you're like, OK, this is actually pretty easy. And if it's not, uh, okay, find another way around it. Uh, you'll hand it off to someone that is good at it. Um, and then that same thing, maybe there are certain phrases, attitudes that tend to demotivate you and, you know, trigger you off, you know, identify those and, you know, try to avoid them and try to find workarounds for them. Okay. That way, the next time you feel that, you're like, ah, this is what Tracy was talking about. I can feel this demotivation. How do I get around this? How do I jump over it? How do I bust through it? Okay. And at the same time, let's stop overthinking every flipping thing that's going on in our worlds, right? This overthinking can lead you to be, to believe that you're being judged, even if it's not the case, right? You're sitting there thinking, why don't they like me? And they... Maybe they do. Maybe they think you're an amazing person, but they haven't shown it in a way that resonates with you, right? Everyone has their, uh, what was it? I heard a phrase, love language, right? That when someone says things and does things in a certain pattern to you, you feel loved, you feel accepted. Well, maybe someone else has a different love language. 
You know, maybe they have a different like language in this case. And they are showing you the way they know how that they like you, right? They're not judging you, right? But you're, because they're not doing it in the way that you are, re that you, that resonates with you, that is your love or like language, you're, you're overthinking. You're thinking, well, gosh, why don't they like me? Why don't they think I'm amazing? Why don't they love my beard? You know, why don't they think I'm sexy? I, I don't know what it is. So, you, you want to identify when you are starting to overthink things um, and then, you know, replace it with some more positive thoughts. And here's, here's a really cool thing. If you think someone doesn't like you, have you asked them? Or have you just spun on that thought and let that thought just go way out there and spin and spin and spin and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, right? You're all flipped out about it. Just go talk to them. What? And if there is some sort of barrier there, guess what usually happens? The barrier comes down. Oh, well, you, I, I didn't, I was not, it wasn't that I didn't like you. Maybe I was a little bit put off by something you said. And then you explain it. And they're like, oh, well, I totally misread that. See, communication. What's up with that? All right. Which goes right down into um, the next one with communication is look out for that constructive feedback, right? Remember I mentioned earlier, you want to keep a lookout. You want to take in information, but you don't want to just take in and everyone's rights, right? Everyone's beliefs, everyone's systems, make them yours. You want to find that ride or die person, that trusted source where you can go and you have that important decision that you need to make and you can seek out a few key opinions, right? Is it, you know, a, a, a parent? Is it a spouse? Is it that ride or die brother or sister or mother of yours that you can go to and you know they're just going to say it, tell it like it is, right? Maybe you have a coach or a mentor. Or you can hop on the phone or hop on a Zoom call and ask that question and get that advice and pick their brain and know that that feedback is going to be honest and constructive, right? It may not be everything you want it to be. You know, they may say, yeah, that's good, but here's some ways to make it even better. Here's what I would do. Here's what I think you should do. And they know enough about you to serve up some, con some I won't call it criticism, but some feedback, right? That is helpful to you and that you don't have to worry about, oh, do they like me? Because they're already in your sphere of trust, all right? And I think one of the big things, and I see this so much when it comes to people wanting everyone to like them, and and I speak from experience here, right? I can go back to my, oh gosh, probably my early teen days, and I wanted everyone like me, and I picked up humor as a key to make that happen. I would just, I figure if I could get people to laugh with me, they weren't laughing at me, which was good and bad because sometimes they were laughing at me. Um, and then shortly, I think probably into my mid-teens, I realized, you know what? I can just be me. This is me, period. If they like me, cool. If they don't, whatever, um, move on. So that comes back to this next one here, which is don't try to please everyone. It's impossible. You just can't do it, right? It's impossible to live up to everyone's expectations and here's the thing the only person's expectations you should be trying to live up to are your own right and if you don't have any okay well then i think it's time to you should expect yourself to sit down and get some and this is come back comes back to that goal setting thing i was talking about and i can't remember if i've done an, the i chart method of goal setting 
or not. I'll have to verify that. I think I've, I've done a goal setting. I know I've done a goal setting 101 episode way back. Oh, in the early teens or twenties of the, uh, of the, of the podcast. So go check that out. And I'm going to go review. And if I haven't done the eye chart process of goal setting, I certainly will add that to the mix here. So you can check that out so that you can set up your own expectations, set up your own plan for success. So you can stop trying to please everyone else and just please yourself and let everything else kind of fall where it may look 50 45 to 55 percent of the people are gonna like you 45 to 65 percent of the people are not and that's okay it's it's no big deal opinions are everywhere they're like eyeballs everyone's got a couple of them right they're like ears they're they're on both sides of everyone's head they're they're everywhere <laughs> you thought i was going to talk about a, another part of the body didn't you no uh we'll save that for you know private conversations um but i just wanted to get here and let you know that you you don't need to get everyone to like you you need to be yourself and your audience will come to you right and inside that audience there's going to be this tribe hence If you're listening to this in the Dark Horse Tribe Facebook group, you're going to have this tribe of people that just click with you, right? They're like, dude, you rock. You and I, we're, we're, we're like this. We're good, right? And through that exchange of, uh, of, of, uh, I'll call it being light, through that, through the exchange with this tribe of folks, you can further uh, learn more, do more, be more, because you're like, oh, I found my, 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 I found my people. And then you can just speak your mind. They'll speak their mind in return. And because you're a, you're, you resonate with each other so much, you'll be able to respect where there are differences and hear it and go, okay, I never thought about it that way. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I get your point, right? Rather than, oh, that guy's crazy. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, right? So again, be yourself, find your audience, bring your tribe to you, and you don't have to worry about all those people out there that don't like you. They're going to be out there, right? Like I said, 45 to 55% of them are going to like you. The other 45 to 55% are not. All right, what are we talking about tomorrow? Let me, let me check my notes here real quick. What are we talking about tomorrow before I let you go? Tomorrow, ah, challenging your comfort zones. I'm going to give you some ideas and behaviors to help you master this effortless execution and challenge your comfort zones. All right, Uh, with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. 